What it do, sports betting fans? This is Mike with SBI. I don't usually start the podcast like that, but with Aces High not with us tonight, I got to bring the energy. We don't have Aces. We don't have the real Jay-Z, but we do have a very special guest with us tonight, Mr. Matt Wojciechowski. Woj, how you doing? What's up? What's up, SBI Nation? Thanks for being on the pod tonight. Now, Woj is our resident college football expert. He is also a long-suffering Bears fan like myself and a White Sox fan. Woj, how are you enjoying this White Sox season? Now, that's let's talk about something else. It's that bad. It's been bad. <laughs> they are winning right now. They're up two to nothing against the Royals. Cubbies are up six to one as well. Are you watching the Cubs at all? Uh, no, not watching much of the Cubs. I'm just watching, you know, Tim Anderson blow games uh, <laughs> like Juan Uribe used to back in the day at shortstop. Yeah. If you're a White Sox fan, you know that feeling. It's it's tough. But the Pirates are beating the Diamondbacks 11 to one. They're, they're pouring it on. The Pirates are the surprise. Of this season, I would say, certainly. The Yankees are up 3-2 to two over the Reds. Aaron Judge has hit another home run. That's two or three nights in a row for him. He's back. He went a long stretch after being injured, but he is back and in charge. Tigers are blank in the Nationals, 8 to nothing. I need the Braves to put up 13 runs tonight. Doesn't look like it's going to happen. They're only up one nothing at this point. Low-scoring affair there. And the Astros are up one to nothing. We do have a few more games left to start. It's an early slate tonight. I think they want to get the game started for Friday. Get out of the way, the NBA. We've got the Red Sox and the Padres. The Padres, that's a that's a 840 Central Time game. Padres are at home. They're the favorite. Looking at the SBI game board for MLB, Padres minus 150, best line we're seeing on BetMGM, and the Red Sox plus 135 over on DraftKings Sportsbook. Woj, are you betting any baseball this year? Nope. Staying away from baseball. Well, what about the NBA? We just had an NBA game kickoff. Jimmy Butler, you know that name, right? Jimmy Bucklets. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets. Uh, absolutely. He put his team on his back on Wednesday. The Heat beat the Celtics 123 to 116. Jimmy Butler put up 35 points, five rebounds, seven assists, I think five steals. They ended up coming back from behind. They took game one. Game two is going on right now. The Heat are up 13 to nine. It's very early in the first period or the first quarter there, but the Celtics were big favorites tonight. If you were paying attention to that, Celtics were nine and a half point favorites. The, the Heat were nine and a half point dogs. The over-under was 214 and a half. It ticked up a little bit. The Celtics were minus 450. That's the best you could have gotten with the, on their money line over on points bet. So you're not betting any basketball either? No, not betting any basketball. Just a little golf. little, And then just I, I will I'll blow my load during the college football season story. Well, we will have you back for that for sure. We'll talk about golf in a minute. You do know the name LeBron James, though, yes? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, he 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 left the court kind of sad on Thursday night. The Nuggets beat the Lakers 108 to 103. They do play game two tomorrow night, or excuse me, game three. Their, their Lakers are down two games to nothing. Game three is in LA tomorrow, and the Lakers are the favorite in that. Minus 215 is the best odds we're seeing over on DraftKings Sportsbook. If you want to back the dogs, the Nuggets, and Jokic, plus 192 over on Caesars. The over under that game is 221.5 to 222. And the spread is currently sitting at about five and a half for that. I'm not sure where my money is going to go. I do like the over in that series. It didn't go over in game one or game two, but I could see both these teams turning it around, scoring. The NHL, we do have a game that just started as well. Dallas Stars and the Golden Knights. If you're not following hockey, it's been an absolutely outstanding season so far. Did you watch the five, well, almost five overtime game on Thursday night? Yeah, that was pretty wild. That was certainly wild. It was two to two to one at the end of the second period. Panthers were up. Then the Hurricanes scored one in the third, and then they were scoreless in one, two, three overtimes, and almost to the fourth overtime, or almost to the end of the fourth overtime. Just mind blowing. These guys didn't lose a step. Some of these guys have been on the ice for sixty-five minutes. Absolutely insane. 
And the Panthers ended up slipping one past the goalie who had 70 some saves on the night with 15 seconds left in the period in the overtime period. And they won three to two. So that was just, I stayed up way late. I think that game ended at two o'clock Eastern time. Mind blowing, mind blowing. So the stars and Knights tonight, they're facing off. They just puck drop tomorrow night, Panthers and the hurricanes. That'll be game two with the Panthers up one to nothing. Now on to everybody's favorite. We're going to leave aces high out of this, of course, but the PGA championship in golf. Now you have some background in golf. Is that correct? Yeah, I do. And do you follow the the big majors at all? The masters. That was a pretty fun tournament. Yeah. And I mean, tournament we're going right now, the PGA championship, uh, Oak Hills, pretty cool course. Uh, they have it playing really tough, uh, neat tidbit. I mean, they haven't let their members play since last October. It is an upper New York. So there probably wasn't that many rounds towards the end of last season or the beginning of this season, but still nevertheless, just making it really, really sure it's nice and pristine and really good shape. Uh, the rough is absolutely nuts. So like driving accuracy is a big must uh, this week uh, and just being able to get off the tee properly uh, because it, it it's absolutely wild uh, how long the rough is. And I mean, you're, you're, you're just scraping away for pars at that point. If you, if you have an errant drive, it, it seems like the guys who are off the tee and have an errant shot, they're having a tough time getting it back on. I think I've seen more guys try to punch it back on the fairway, play it safe than take risks this year. Is that due to the course conditions? Yeah, it's just the course conditions. I mean, look at Bryson DeChambeau. He's tied for fourth right now. Uh, I know he was leading after day one. Now he's uh, tied for fourth after day two. But, I mean, he's 67.86% uh, tied with two other guys, uh, both of which are in the top 10 as well, one of which being a PGA professional, Michael Block, uh, which this tournament is made for. Uh, it's for the professionals to get out there and be able to play, which is really cool. Um, but, yeah, all three of those, their driving, or driving accuracy percentages are up, and they're towards the top of the leaderboard and there's a direct correlation with that just being how long and tough the rough is i mean if you're not at least 50 percent, you're not anywhere sniffing the lead here well that's that's something else i i don't know enough about the course conditions to talk intelligently about it but you obviously do and then i also heard that the weather especially the early morning weather was affecting the guys today yeah it was windy it was windy all day uh you know thankfully it was windy all day too and the morning guys got some of that as well because typically that window pick up in the afternoon but it was pretty steady the entire day so it was a pretty even level playing field um some of the afternoon guys did shoot a little bit better but it wasn't wildly different uh like we saw at the masters this year when all that rain and stuff started coming through um but john Rom still had to play through that and ended up winning it. So literally, I mean, it all comes down to how well you're playing and how how good you're playing. So, um, I mean, John Rom had to play through the worst conditions on both the first two days. So, uh, knowing that and having him win it, I mean, props to him. He absolutely earned that that Masters win, that major win. That was uh, just stringing together four great rounds in those conditions. He he deserved that for sure. Yeah. Speaking of betting around that, I mean, no one would have bet. John Rahm, or at least you probably shouldn't have going into Friday, knowing what the weather was going to be and where he was teeing off in the dead last group. Um, but uh, for those that did props, I'm sure he won quite a bit of money. Yeah. The odds on the, the the big favorites this year have been weird because, and I think this is a direct correlation with a lot of the big guys have been pulled out through to the live tournament. And so I know there's live players in here, but top guys like Rahm and Scotty Scheffler and Rory, their odds are not where they've been in the past, right? So John Rahm plus 650 on Caesars for a golf tournament that is just mind-blowingly low to me. We've seen PGA favorites in the plus 1,000 range before. Scotty Scheffler plus 700 to 750. 
right? And so it's to me, I think it has a lot to do with this live tournament. We'll see how it shakes out over the next couple of years, but it's been a, it's been an interesting year for sure. Yeah, story. So I mean, I did a little study going into this season before this season started, um, and I went back three. No, I went back four seasons of uh, when live guys were in the PGA Tour, and I, I kind of wanted to see if I bet on the top 20 guys in the world golf rankings that were playing in that event. So I would bet 20 guys no matter what. I would just bet the 20 highest people that were in the world golf rankings in that event. Um, and I, I would put an even amount on all of them and just see if they won. Because typically, in well, we'll say this, out of the third, I think there was 36 events two years ago or last year. Um, only someone that was outside that top 20 that won the event was, it was only like six times. Uh, so the, the, <laughs> if you're not in the side top 20 in the world golf ranking in that event, you're, you're likely your, your odds of winning are obviously wildly out of, out of whack. You should never bet that, but, uh, you basically break even if you were to do that. Now, if you used, if you bet the 10 through 20 guys, the number 10 in world golf ranking to number 20 uh, ended up when I did the correlation, I was doing a $50 bet. So it was $5 spread amongst those 10 players or $10 spread among those 10 players. You actually won two of the seasons above 900 and one of the seasons above a thousand, um, oh. which was really good considering. But yeah. the thing about that is, is that's not carrying over to this year. Uh, people that have won outside the top 10 are very, it's very seldom now because uh, think about it. You're pulling 10 of those superstars out the level of play from the top 10 doesn't correlate like you used to the top 10 to 20. Now it's the top 10 and then there's a big gap skill and consistency. So it's a lot tougher to bet those 10 to 20 now because their chances of winning are, have gone down quite a bit. So I'm interested to see the numbers this year. I didn't bet it this year because I was just afraid of that happening. And sure enough, it is right now. Uh, but after all of the tournaments are done, it'd be interesting to see what that endly actually comes out to. If, if you were able to win money, I, I would assume at this point you'd be losing money. Oh, that is interesting. And I think I speak for the SBAI nation when I say we love actionable advice and actionable data here. And this is the kind of stuff you keep track of this over multiple seasons. You might have something that you can build a model off of. I'd love to see how this shakes out for the rest of the year as well. It's good to know. It's good to hear that you haven't been betting it if it's been losing money. Maybe last year it's just variance and you're running hot. Maybe this year it's just been running cold. I don't know. This year, though, at least with the PGA, we got three guys right at sitting at 500. We got big names everybody's heard of. Scotty Scheffler, Corey Connors, and Victor Hovland right behind them. Couple of guys you probably heard of, Justin Sue and Bryson DeChambeau. Good to see his name back in the one of the top ten. And then Brooks Kepka, a guy that I haven't heard much of this year. Callum Terran tied for six, and then Taylor Pendrith tied for eighth with Justin Rose, and then as you had mentioned previously, Michael Block tied for tenth with a few other a bunch of other guys. It looks like here. Is there anybody that you would like to see win this, or anybody you've got money on for the PGA? right now um like to win it i mean i would like saeed uh thagala to win it but he's kind of he, he got he got the three under on day one then bogeyed the last three holes so he went back to even he's sitting at i think two over now or one over two over one over uh so i, I he again everybody's still in this i guess with how hard the course is playing but it's pretty tough to 
get away from the stats, especially the driving accuracy with how hard it's been, greens and regulation, uh, things like that. It's tough to beat those. I I would suggest if you are going to make bets, obviously Scotty Scheffler, Victor Hovland odds are down, but for a guy that's tied for the lead now, Corey Connors is plus 650 to win. Um, and for a top 10, he's only minus 115 or excuse me, 115. Uh, so that uh, odds are pretty good there in your favor, considering it's a guy that's tied for the lead right now going into two more days of competition. Uh, so I think Corey Connors is a pretty good safe bet there for the top 10, uh, and you're not losing too much on the bet as it stands. Uh, one other guy to pay attention to if he can get the putter hot would be uh, Sepp Straka. His he's leading the field by a large margin on greens and regulation. He's at 86.11%, which is almost 10% more than Bryson DeChambeau, who's second in that category. The problem is he's just not getting himself enough good chances. He's just hitting greens uh, because his putting average is is up. He, he's averaging a lot of putts, which is unfortunate, still tied for 10th. Uh, but if he can keep getting those greens in regulation and be consistent like that, another guy that you could probably bet in the top 10, and I'm not sure what his numbers are, Story. I don't know if you, I, I actually found it right now. For top 10 for him, he's plus six. 600. So that's a pretty decent bet as well for a guy that's leading the field by 10% in greens and regulation, which is wild. Wow. I'm glad you brought that name up. I actually, I was watching him too, and I took him top 20 yesterday. DraftKings has a daily 18% boost for the PGA, and, and I was running out of time on that. And I was looking through some of the numbers, and I said that, that that guy caught my eye as well. So I took Straka for top te- uh, top 20 yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, again, super consistent. That's unheard of to be that consistent getting in the green regulation, giving yourself birdie chances. It's just, I don't think he's getting himself closer to the close enough to the hole because I mean, he's averaging almost two putts per green. He's 1.935. So I, there's obviously he's, he's not giving himself enough good chances, putting himself close enough, but he is being consistent, getting himself on the green. So uh, they typically don't three putt in the PGA tour. So he's a pretty good solid bet. If he keeps he keeps playing this consistent. Maybe a couple putts roll in, and he definitely gets in the top ten. Yeah, for sure. I do want to make one point of clarification. You had mentioned Corey Connors. I believe that number, that minus one fifteen, was for top five, at least on DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm seeing minus three hundred for top ten. For oh, Corey actually, yeah, the number number numbers did just change on me. Okay, that is right. Yeah, minus one fifteen for top five. Uh, which again, he is in the lead. Uh, <laughs> we can't forget that yeah. he's played good enough to be in the lead and he's still a plus 650 uh, to win the tournament. Victor Hovland plus 400 and Scotty at plus 129. So uh, you can see the discrepancy there in the numbers story. Well, yeah. And if you are going to bet Scotty, I would bet it over on DraftKings. That's the best odds I'm seeing at plus 140 for Scotty. Now I've got some pre-tournament bets on a few guys, including Scotty Scheffler. I'm not ready to hedge yet. Golf is a fun sport. It's also a wild sport. Anything can happen over the next two days. We saw just some crazy stuff happen at the Masters as well and some other tournaments. So I like where Scotty's sitting right now, obviously tied for the lead, but that Connors top five at minus 115, that looks like some decent value there. And then Patrick Cantley to top 10 plus 140. I might take a look at that as well. That's just, I'm just looking at DraftKings Sportsbook right now, but there's probably other lines. See if I can find that in the plus 160 range. I might throw a little on Cantley top 10. Good stuff, story. Good stuff. So that's going to do it for us today. Woj, I want to thank you for being on the podcast with us. You bring the heat every time you're on. 
You bring the golf knowledge. We'll bring you back, certainly, for the other majors this year, anything else you want to be a part of. And don't forget, you are our resident college football expert as well. So we would love to have you back when college football season starts ramping up. Yeah, maybe even in a little bit, we'll get some transfers going. There's a lot of stuff cooking in college football right now, Story. Offseason's still uh, still on fire. We'll take a look at some season-long over-unders, some first-week lines with Woj when, when the trans- after the transfers settle out. Again, thanks for being here, Woj. I'll be back tomorrow to talk more PGA and more NBA, NHL playoffs, and MLB. Like we say over here on SBI, you don't always have to bet, but when you do, wager wisely. Wisely.